0: right now i am joined by professor craig roger from the well from physics department here at the university of otago Maureen, to you
1: kia ora, hello
0: how are we today
1: sir we are not too bad a little slow but uh, that's how mornings are yeah that's how mornings are indeed a few coffees oh uh, that's i'm gonna need some more yeah <laughs> i don't drink
0: coffee really yes yeah, so i don't get that yeah you know. uh, well okay it's a struggle. The struggle's real for me. I don't get the artificial. This is by choice. kick in the morning. Yeah, I just don't like the taste. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, people say you can. I can train myself,
1: but why bother? Well, we can all train ourselves to do things we dislike. Why bother? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah exactly. Right. Physics 107 uh, at the uh, university summer school. Sun Earth universe um, what are we looking at here um, you know the solar system our place in it um, our relationship to the Sun
1: uh, the universe yes all of the above so fizzy 170 covers uh, all of that we talk about uh, the history of the development of of, of the ideas where we moved to- where we developed our understanding of the universe, where it is our place in it. Uh, we have to talk about uh, the solar system and how the solar system come about, but we also want to talk about the universe as a whole and the Big yeah. Bang. And So we've got a huge amount of ground to cover yeah. to be able to do all of that in one six-week summer school paper.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you've got a lot of ground to cover, and that ground is ever-changing, and you're learning
1: more about it all the time. So, I mean, you've got to be on your toes. Absolutely. Look, it's one of the... Uh, Honestly, when you teach most physics, most of the physics that we teach is actually pretty old school. It's yeah. stuff that's been known for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so we're all about trying to explain the complex ideas. But in um, Physy 170 the, the astronomy paper, um, every year I have to update the notes. Yeah. Every year <laughs> yeah. I have to go away and say, and look, I can give you a really nice example. I went to a, um, like a pub quiz a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions was about the amount of dark matter in the universe. And I provided an answer. And I was told I was wrong, and I <laughs> yeah. asked to give a uh, what do you call it? You know, like I'm I, I'm going to complain about that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the guy stood up and said, Look. I have the notes from Professor Craig Roger of the University of Otago, and he says this, and it's like I am Professor Craig Roger from the <laughs> University of Otago, and that that information is five years old.
0: Yeah, it's changed. Obviously, that wasn't my. Call. I run a quiz night. That wasn't me, was it?
1: i <laughs> um, not sure. <laughs> Probably not. If you if you don't remember don't the moments, because uh, and, and and I and I, and I would, <laughs> but that's fantastic, and then yeah. that's it. Right? Oh, absolutely. It's one of the really cool things about teaching teaching that style of paper, that style of information where things are just changing in front of your eyes. Mm. You know, I, the course itself is actually quite old. I, I, I uh, first taught it in 2002 when I invented it. And at that stage we knew almost nothing about exoplanets. Planets around other stars. Yeah. We, we, we knew of a couple, but they were in uh, really specialised situations. And over time now we're getting to the point where we're detecting Earth-like planets or yeah. at least in terms of size and location from the stars. Possible sites for other life it's just amazing how fast things move mm, and, now, and now we've got more than one way of detecting as well absolutely and more than one way of detecting so by looking in different ways you learn more and more and different things and um, because this has been a, honestly a sexy science area yeah. there is a whole pipeline of projects that are coming forward yeah. because this is so cool yeah so you know the one thing I can be sure about is I'm gonna have to be updating the notes in that course for a long time <laughs> in the future Look, as long as the students come I mean, if the students don't enrol on the paper, then um, we won't be teaching it, and then I won't be updating the notes. Yeah. So um, please enrol.
0: Yeah, I, I, I've often been when it comes to exoplanets, I've been interested in the way that we can tell the makeup of the atmosphere, mm-hmm. you know, by the by kind of colour.
1: Yeah, you and know, I mean, how confident can we really be with that? With spectroscopy, well, it, spectroscopy is a is a very very well developed, um, a very well developed field to the point that uh so initially it was you know really traditional stuff you've got more or less a bunsen burner which was invented by you know mr bunsen surprise surprise and they (laughs) they burnt different gases and they looked at the light coming off it and they were able to say hey it turns out when we look at the different gases they have a different mix of colors yeah and so you can identify the gases and so things were going really well and then um it turns out that actually that uh, a priest who had a spectroscopic setup on the roof of a church in Rome, pointed it at the sun, and identified an element that we had never seen before. And we were so confident that we understood spectroscopy, and he sat there and went, this is a unique ele- element, and it was called helium mm, because of yes. the god Helios. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they found it on Earth, to, just to give themselves a bit, conf- a bit yeah, of confidence. Yeah. So honestly, spectroscopy is a pretty bloody well-developed field. And now it's helium too.
0: Like, I mean, it's the, you know, it's, it's the gas.
1: It's, yeah, it's, it's 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 everywhere. It's all over the place. Well, you know, the universe is is primarily hydrogen, helium, mm. and a pinch, of, a pinch of lithium. But we're running out of helium. We're using it too much. Stop using balloons. Yes, absolutely. Helium <laughs> helium is a uh, is a is a scarce resource on Earth.
0: Yes, yes, on Earth. But uh, and, and then we look at um, the sun. Yes, they, uh, you know absolutely helium. So, once again.
1: so, so yes, helium in the core. So the sun is a is a big uh, fusion reactor that is uh, thundering away in the core. It's very very hot there, and that's converting hydrogen to helium. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we we do spend some time talking about the sun. My one of my research areas is how activity on the sun affects the environment around the earth. So I'm very interested in the sun. Yeah, yeah. But but then the sun is is our nearest star, and so it is it is the star that we know the most about and by learning about the Sun we can learn about the other stars
0: Mm, yeah and it's only one type of star
1: Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> You're it's such a, a big th- It's a relatively, uh, <laughs> relatively boring, relatively mundane, relatively common star.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, however, having said that, by learning a lot about the common stuff, you learn a lot about the common stuff in the rest of the universe. Yeah, indeed. Hopefully. indeed.
0: So you look at the whole cell evolution, right? I mean, kind of like from, 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 as one one small part of the course.
1: We talk a little bit about life, yeah. um, although that is not my strong point. You know, yeah. I am a physicist, and so life is, is not my strong point, but, but talking about how people think life evolved on earth is really interesting and particularly how disturbingly old like the evidence for life on earth is because mm-hmm. you know when when the earth originally formed it was a big hot molten ball yeah you know there was no solid surface and very very quickly after we ended up with a solid surface there's evidence of bacteria on on earth and that's just freaky yeah. I mean, you know what happened there? Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. not like we can currently make life in a test tube or anything and test it out. We've got ideas, but um, so we yeah we talk a little bit about that, but mostly as a leapfrog, so we can talk about SETI, the search for extraterrestrial mm. intelligence, because that's real fun.
0: That's exactly right, um, mm. and so so we look at that. Uh, but just to go back to that one, because yeah. you also look at uh, meteorites
1: oh, yeah. hitting the earth. We, 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 yeah, well you've got to you've got to talk about these things because I mean you can see them. From Dunedin when walking around, mm. it's not hugely common, but but I, I, I want to try and include a lot of um, information that that people people will see in their in their in their everyday life, and so that we can understand how some of our ideas came about
0: indeed indeed um yeah so i mean it's fascinating there's so many things to look at i mean i don't know how you managed to to put a course together to be honest um
1: (laughs) yeah well it was a it was a it was a lot of fun when i wrote it back in back in 2001 when i was obviously a younger smaller man (laughs) um but uh but and then it's it's evolved over time yeah. uh, i i you know i suppose i was helped a bit by um you, you can look around other people have done this sort of thing before they've built courses and so you look at the syllabus for for other courses in other parts of the world mm. and say oh well, that's quite a good idea i'll i'll pinch that um and 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 looking at looking at textbooks on the right right level but also there's um you, you uh, for me i was partially guided by just i think that's really interesting yeah i just think yes yeah cool. Yeah. And so um, one of the nice things about being an academic, particularly when you're building a new course, is you can say, that's cool, I'm putting it <laughs> in.
0: <laughs>
1: and then, of course, you test it on the students. And if the students are happy, it stays. And if the students are, don't seem to be that interested, you've got to modify things. Mm.
0: Now, you're talking about sexy science, and we look at SETI, because that is, you know, I mean, that, mm. that, that's the, the question. And I talked about that earlier today, actually, because we were talking about the new show at the Planetarium. Oh, great. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I mean, the the question... Hey, of are we alone? Has always been one from uh, when you just thought you were a village mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you didn't know outside, and then all of a sudden uh, you look out the coast and there's this gig, big giant floating island, and then you, all of a sudden you discover you're not al- you're not alone. And the same goes for us in our universe. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's millions, hundreds of millions of stars out there. There's uh, hundreds of millions of galaxies. Mm-hmm. We've got to think that we're, we're not alone. I mean. Uh, uh, it would be almost ridiculous to think that we're not. I mean, that we statistically, are statistically, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, who knows? But C- so, city search for extraterrestrial intelligence mm-hmm. is is a really important program.
1: Yeah, it it, it is a really important program because it's trying to hit those those core questions. Uh, it it's tough. It's tough to do. Uh, And, and really they're, they're, they're starting off with the easy stuff. So they're looking in at radio waves. Yeah. That, um, and, and the slightly sad thing is if there is somebody in our galaxy who is trying to actively beam signals. They must have been doing it recently because anybody who's been doing it for a while trying to say, hey, I'm out here. We have basically managed, we, we, we can search the entire galaxy for active big civilizations going, we are here. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the background radiation, the sort of thing that we are leaking out into space all the time and have been since a bit past World War II, um, there, that's actually a, a really small amount of um, uh, radio waves, really low intensity. And so uh, we're, we've only searched a small fraction of our galaxy for that sort yeah. of uh, and to radiation.
0: find that with
1: everything else that's going on in the background, it's it's got to be really tough. Yeah. And uh, you know, the SETI program it's it's a real struggle. I mean, I, I tell a story in the in the course about uh, how there was a radio telescope where they got a signal and they thought, oh, oh this could be. It's a signal which is modulated. It's mm. got all the properties of uh, intelligent life. And then one of the things you do when you when you're looking. Um, for uh, signals uh, is you try and link it to the motion of the stars in the sky not man-made activity because there's a time offset between the two yeah. and what they found is while the signal didn't come up at exactly the si- same time every day, it definitely drifted with sidereal time i.e. it followed the stars not the earth, yeah. and so initially they thought, my god, this is, this is aliens <laughs> this is it, and then they discovered that it was the microwave oven in the common room, and it was a astronomers who were heating up their food and because the astronomers follow the the motion of the stars they follow sidereal time and so you know it just goes to show it's it's a really hard problem
0: yeah yeah well hey look it it was maybe that's part of the cosmic microwave background
1: indeed indeed well it's it's certainly microwave linked
0: (laughs) yeah indeed, indeed all right so i mean who's the course aimed at Who's the
1: course aimed at? Well, Well, the paper. We we like to say that the the paper is, is open to anyone with an interest. It is not just for science students, which yeah. um, is somewhat unusual for a whole lot of science papers. Um, it, 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 we, we historically, I've had lots of students who have come in with a humanities or a commerce background, and my God, they bring uh, um, a perspective that I really enjoy in the paper. For a start, mm-hmm. they can write, and, yeah. and there is well, there's a requirement to write some essays yes. because um, you know it's a it's a crossover between a traditional science course where there's calculations and a little bit of formula a little bit of numbers, we try and go pretty light on that, yeah um, and so some of our big assessment is, like I just said, a couple of essays where you have to go away and do some research. The first one's more of a historical essay, What ideas did we come up with in the past, and maybe how crazy some of them were and why they got overturned yeah. and then the second essay is more of a, a a study into our understanding of things that are that are happening now. But then part of that is um, the the Cold War and the Space Race, yeah. Because you know that's that's really important to the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
0: it's fascinating.
1: <laughs> stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, quick question: Pluto, planet or not? Uh not. Yep. The International Astro- Astronomical uh, Unit created yeah. a definition of planet. I, I'm
0: asking for your personal <laughs> opinion. Yeah.
1: Oh, and my personal opinion. Well, it's a tough one because uh, you know, obviously, I grew up with the idea that uh, Pluto is is a planet, but yeah, but you know in science personal opinions is is not what's about about it doesn't matter if somebody has a personal opinion that climate change is not real what matters is if climate change is real yeah we can have personal opinions about art and people but um you know the certain things exist now okay the international astronomical union came up with a definition of planet and pluto was out but um it is it's an interesting thing because when i started teaching the course students would ask me what is a planet? Mm. And I would go, well, that's actually a really good question because <laughs> yeah, yeah. a planet is an accepted term. Yeah, yeah. And there's a whole lot of moons of Jupiter that if we just took them away from Jupiter, they'd be perfectly good planets. Easy. Um, and so eventually somebody said, we have to do something about this. And the big issue was that they, you know, yes, there's Pluto out there, but it turns out that when you look in the neighborhood of Pluto, there's a whole lot of other objects all of which now have names, which were Pluto-like, mm. and um, it was starting to get silly where people were saying, "I've discovered the, ni- the tenth planet," "I've discovered the twelfth planet," "I've discovered the fifteenth planet," yeah. and 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 this was and you could just tell because there's so much stuff out that far out that this was going to be never ending so in the end the international astronomical union decided to classify planets properly yeah, yeah. unfortunately it does leave us with not as many
0: yeah and, and it's sad looking at the latest the latest map of the solar system and well seeing it not there yeah yeah <laughs> you know okay. growing up okay. with it. You yeah, know, yeah. So, but, uh,
1: but the nice thing is uh, that uh that in our lives and in fact really recently we had that flyby of pluto yes. with actual photographs that were um That were just mind-blowing because of all the detail and stuff that's on there. So we've we've learnt so much about Pluto because you know for it does show up for in a little bit in my paper, and uh, it used to be like, and here is the best photograph we have of Pluto. As you can see, Pluto is mostly brown, <laughs> but there was almost no structure on it at all because yeah, it was yeah. just so far away. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm going to have to update that section of the notes, obviously, because, <laughs> um, New Horizons has flown by. I have to put some up-to-date pictures there.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, and what's the workload like? we better, we better get to that part.
1: Oh, the workload. Okay, so there's uh, four lectures a week for six weeks. Mm-hmm. There is one lab a week for six weeks. Yeah. And there is one tutorial a week for six weeks. Yeah. And um, there are two essays. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard because uh, it turns out workload varies across the university. We have we have standardised ways of trying to work out how many hours students are putting in. Um, by the standards of a lot of the physics papers, it's not a high workload. Yes, but um, you know, but summer school summer school moves fast. Yes. And so people have to commit the time, but I mean I I don't know if you've ever if you've been around the university during the summer school period. It's a great time oh, to be I mean, around I mean, the university. I, I work here, so you work I mean, here. Okay, a, you see it. <laughs> so, so you know, there's a couple of suddenly you go from twenty thousand people to two. That's great. It is. It
0: Wednesdays is. Is with all the entertainment that goes on as well. Just out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, a lot, uh, it's 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 quieter, but it's you know, there's a lot of vibrancy to it still.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and you and get a good
0: holiday before you come back.
1: And you start learning the, you know, you, you actually can have a, a one-to-one relationship with the students in the course, which is really nice. Yes. You and know, with you. Uh, yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I, I can, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, at other times of the year, I'm teaching health science first year. You know, there's, there's um, 1,600 students yeah. in the course, you know, with... Yeah. With all the best will in the world, I don't know most of the students' names. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's just course. impossible, right? Um, and so it's it's really nice to teach a course where you just end up having a whole lot of conversations with people.
0: Yeah, especially one that's fascinating, I, I imagine. Absolutely, because you know, people are probably being amazed all the time. Like, oh my god! And people awesome.
1: bring different things to the course, and they know they know they know stuff, and whether it's from history or culture, or they've gone away and read some some, some area of science that they're really interested in, and they're telling me things that I didn't know. Yeah, and I love
0: that. That's yeah. great. That's brilliant.
1: All right. um, So yes, part of summer school, which is really great. I
0: I do love summer school. Not that I've ever gone there, but as I said, I'm on campus at the time. (laughs) You're working. Yeah, yeah, I'm working. Uh, So uh, physics one seven zero. Professor Craig Roger, thank you so much. Thank you, mate. Have a good day. It's been a pleasure. You too. All right.